0: Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success the time, the money and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello and welcome to the School for Small Business podcast. This is your host, Stacey Millard, and I am so thrilled today to bring you a solo episode on two things that are very, very near and dear to my heart that I know are going to have an impact in your business. There are two ways that I believe I can change the world and Somebody put that in me at a very young age. We need to change the world. So there are two ways that I found that I personally can do that. The first is through business and helping other small businesses. And the other way is through being a parent. And along the way, I've actually learned that there's so many lessons that apply in both places. So I wanna share with you five that really stood out to me that are really incredible lessons that if you would if you take those on and adapt them not only will you have a better business for it but a better family life. So we're going to dive right in. Today, number 1. Number 1. I want you to put on your own oxygen mask. You've heard this before, but I don't think you understand it. And a lot of business owners don't until they hit burnout. And then those are the ones that you see that are on the internet that are like, put on your oxygen mask first. Yes, I am one of them. I burnt out running my accounting firm early on. And that's when things changed. And I don't know that we realize that that's why people are saying that. It's just like, oh, that's a catchy phrase, like you know, they think self-care is fun, whatever, that's what they're preaching. But if I could really just like hammer it home for you, that the people who are are talking about it have learned a lesson really the hard way. And all we really mean by it is that your self-care is honestly not negotiable. And the other thing I guess that I maybe just want to reflect here is that I realize that you may not actually get this. This may be one of those lessons that is like, you know, as a teenager, our parents tell us things over and over and over again, and then we learn the hard way, and then they are like, oh, our parents were right. This may be one of those lessons, but I'm saying it anyways for anybody who might possibly listen. Because as business owners, what I see is that we are always go, 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 go. We're going to do everything. If something falls apart, I'm going to take ownership for it. If something's not going right, I'm going to fix it. Instead of really utilizing our teams, we put all the ownership of everything in the business on ourselves. And probably by habit, because often in business, it really is just us to start with. But if we continue to operate that way, we will hit a breaking point, the business starts growing, and you actually can only take on so much. So instead of hitting that breaking point, I would love to see you schedule in downtime, schedule in time away from your business, schedule in things that replenish you. Not just the CEO days at home or, you know, time that's not customer facing, but instead time that actually fills you up. And the other thing is, on a parenting level, we all know that when we get time away from uh, our work and our family, that we just breathe a little differently. We have longer patience. We, you know, bring more joy to our lo- our children's lives. It's just a not negotiable and it's funny because it's always like when we take a vacation, we come back to work so rested and we're like, wow, it feels so much easier. And parenting the same way. If you get get a little bit of time away, you're like, oh, these kids actually seem really sweet. But it's just one of those lessons that sometimes it's hard to learn, but I'm saying it so that I really hope that you can hear how convicted I am on this point and know, okay, I have to take care of myself. Just put it into your business. Just, just be like, I'm going to blindly follow this because Stacy and millions of others that went before me are saying this is important. I'm just going to try it. Instead of saying, I'm going to do this differently, I'm going to try it and make it a non-negotiable in your business. The second lesson that I know applies to both is learning to regulate your nervous system. And I actually learned this as a parent and then realized how important it was in business. My little girl deals with ADHD and she has oppositional defiance disorder. She loves to get a rise out of me or her brain does. I don't think her heart does. She's not like that. But Sometimes she likes to see the the pressure in me rising, right? And, And what I would say is I had to learn to be able to really help myself come back and be very regulated and very calm. And then when I learned it, she learned to do the same thing and some of her symptoms disappeared. So regulating your nervous system, that means recognizing when your blood starts going a little faster, when your heart rate's picking up, when you're holding your breath when you're on high alert, when you're kind of out of what I call like out of it, you're kind of zoned out, understanding when you're in those states and coming back to being very grounded and very present. And when I learn to recognize that in myself and find ways to deal with it, whether I'm angry and I just find a safe place to let the yell out. So I literally let the energy out of my out of my body. It's not about yelling at somebody, but the physical act of just yelling and letting the energy out or maybe pushing on a wall if I'm frustrated or actually calming myself when I feel scared of something that's not a real threat you know those things where you're just getting anxious about something in the future that's really undefined so finding ways to regulate my nervous system made me such a better parent my kids show up so much more regulated and even proactive when they now when they see situations that are like okay this is going to be a lot and then I realized like holy crap as a business owner I spent some time like running around from thing to thing to thing and I didn't realize I was actually in fight or flight. I wasn't making the best decisions. Stress decisions aren't your best decisions. And I didn't realize that often when I walked in the door, my body reacted like, okay, it's go time. And there is a healthy level of that. There's a healthy level of like, yes, we get to do this. And then there's also a level of, you know, maybe in tax season of like, holy crap, I just have to survive this two totally different energies and if when I look back, I'm like, man, if I'd recognized that, I could have dealt with my team so much better in situations where I prioritized my nervous system and like, hey, we have to have this tough conversation, and I could have set it up well so that we didn't get into a place of fight or flight. We could have set it up differently so that, like we're both at a place where we're regulated, we're thinking well, and really, you know, there to solve the problem instead of side, you know, sideswiping somebody and be like, holy smokes, I had no idea you felt this way. Well, you're nervous. nervous system gets out of whack. So that helps not only yourself as a parent, but understanding your nervous system and being able to regulate it helps you as a leader. And how incredible if you can pass that to your team and they can pass that to their families. Number three lesson that I learned is that you have to catch people doing things right. A lot of the time as managers, and I say this in business because I don't know of anybody who went to leadership school. There's lots of training on leadership, but it's almost hard. It's not like you go and you figure out a program and you get a star. And so unfortunately, like we're not really trained in it. And we're not really trained in it in parents. We think that we are, our job is to correct them, correct our employees and our team, correct our kids And we're doing all this correcting and all we're actually doing is telling them like, don't do this wrong, don't do this wrong, don't do this wrong. And so while I'm not, I am not the type of parent who doesn't ever raise their voice. I mean, that would be wonderful. I'm not there yet. But I think there's like a positive parenting movement that enforces more catching them doing things right. So in both situations, As a leader, if that's how you show up, even if you are still correcting your team, but if you're showing up giving credit where it's due and if you're telling your kids what you see them doing amazing, it is incredible to hear a week or two weeks later them reflect back to you like, oh yeah, you love this about me, right? They actually really, really hold that with so much value and they actually try to do more of it right? People want to feel needed and they want to feel useful. So imagine even when you have to tell somebody like, hey, this isn't really up up to par. This wasn't your best work. Even when you have to tell your child like, hey, you're really not acting like yourself. You're being quite rude right now. That is so much easier when you've laid the foundation of you're such a good kid. Oh, wow. I love how you helped me doing this. This was so fantastic. Thanks for helping. I love how you spoke to that little girl. You made her feel so special. Same thing with your team. Thank you for putting in this effort. This was phenomenal. This made my life so much easier. Wow. This customer really appreciated what you just did. Catch them doing things right. Not just for them. The other pieces, imagine how much happier you are as an individual when you've caught somebody doing things well. When you're noticing all the things that are going right, not just what needs fixing, okay? So it's both. And it is so incredible to have that shift. I by no means am asking you to make things up. This is not about just giving people pat on the backs because I said you had to do it five times a day. No way. But I am asking you to on purpose start watching for things that are going right and there is nobody in my all my years 15 years in business that could tell me that it's all wrong and all bad because if it was you would close you wouldn't be doing it anymore there is something going right that you can catch and that is actually feels genuine for you to say this is going really well number four is that things are constantly changing and you need to change so as a parent This is obvious, like we just figure, you know, when our kids are infants, we figure out their sleep pattern, it works for a week, and then all of a sudden, it changes, they've hit some leap, you know, they're a couple months older, they're changing, and now all of a sudden, they need something else. And this seems to go on, my kids right now, at the time of recording this, are five and seven, and this seems to go on perpetually. You just figure something out and then it's another challenge. Things are constantly changing. So addressing, just identifying like I'm actually not going to figure everything out. Something is going to change and reducing the disappointment when it does. Right. Expecting it being adaptable is such a superpower. And then the same thing happens in business. Things change. You do not ever figure it out. The economy changes, your team changes the people, the businesses in your area change, right? Who else is open? Maybe somebody else opens next to you. Then the next year, somebody else closes next to you. Things are always changing in the conditions, new technology exists. And so really learning to be adaptable instead of hoping, okay, I'm going to figure it out. And then I can just, you know, rest, it's just going to be smooth sailing, no issues from here. That's never going to happen. So understanding that adopting that and really being able to see it instead of like oh i still don't have it figured out now it's something else now it's something else now it's something else being able to see this as okay we live in a changing environment even our seasons change literally there is nothing that stays static in this world so being able to recognize that as a parent and as a leader and adapting to it is such a key component And the fifth piece is that there is no manual. Stop searching for the easy way out. And you will not imagine how many times as a parent, I'm like, holy F, like, I wish that these children came with a manual. Like, somebody tell me what the right thing to do here is. This is so complicated. And every one of every kid is so unique in what they need. Two of them, they're growing up in the same household and they're so different. I wish each one of them came with a user manual but it actually doesn't and so I can look at it one of two ways. I can look at it as like I'm super frustrated and I wish somebody would just tell me what to do and I can dedicate my life actually searching for that. I can search the internet, I can talk to my mom groups, I can talk to my mom and just like constantly ask people for what they think is the right opinion and be looking for that sort of manual like tell me what to do but I think I'm going to end up extremely disappointed because the kids are changing, always evolving, and also there is no manual. It it's not as simple just because somebody had one experience of something that worked doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So coming at it with that growth mindset of like I get to learn, I'm going to I'm going to learn what works. I'm going to learn the best way and I'm going to just continue to learn and evolve. And then the same thing for business. Guys, all of the business advice out there is based on history. We actually have no idea what is going to happen in the future. And if anything is teaches you the pandemic leading up to that, you would have gotten business advice from top industry leaders that led you in certain directions of this is absolutely going to work. And then the pandemic hits and completely different business models are the ones who fared the best right so there is no manual it doesn't matter if somebody had the best advice and like this absolutely worked for me even even 6 months so a great example of this is like social media and learning what works on social media and looking at it somebody might be like okay the absolute best way to grow your business is with a facebook group well facebook groups to me are often on their way out might work for one industry, might not for another. And what somebody told you worked on Instagram six months ago, the algorithm changes. We actually complain about the algorithm. I want us to recognize that so that when we decide, okay, we're going to start putting all this weight in these people who are telling us this is how to do it. I want us to recognize things are different. When we're asking our parents for parenting advice, they didn't have, my parents, like I was born in the 80s, they didn't have psychology and they didn't, That wasn't studied back then. So now our way of parenting and what's going to work best is actually different. And the same thing with business, depending on who you're getting advice from, it's already changed and adapted by the time that they're getting it out for you. So instead of following what you think is a playbook in business, here's exactly what to do. I want you to start looking for patterns okay? Something that you're like, wow, this stood the test of a lot of different situations. That's why I bring business back to the most basic patterns of what has worked and what hasn't over the years. That's why I don't do business based on like what's going to go viral. Who knows what's going viral? So I, I love to go back to like, what have we seen as a way of business since you know the 20s imagine what's like all the changes incredible changes and what larger picture has really worked Well, one really great example of that is customer service. So we see those larger pictures and then we can drive down into, okay, well, how specifically does that apply to today? But when we're looking at exactly like, could you just tell me how to operate this business and do it really well? And we buy into people being like, I got to seven figures in six months and I'll teach you to do the same. Do you understand why those people have? thousands and thousands and thousands of customers who are disappointed with them because they cannot apply it to you because the market has changed one two years later it doesn't work the same right and even we're different people applying that same advice so it doesn't it just doesn't apply the same so that fifth one there is no manual stop searching for the easy way out okay Those are my five things. They work for both parenting, they work for business and I'm just gonna recap them so you remember them. Number one, put on your oxygen mask first. You have to take care of yourself. That has to be non-negotiable. You do not have to get to the end, the very bottom of your cup being empty before you can refill it. Imagine if you just cycled through and kept it full or kept it partway full (laughs) so you don't burn out. Number two, regulate your nervous system. Learn what that means. Understand the difference of, you know, regulation versus fight flight or versus shutdown in your body so that you know you can recognize it in yourself how you're feeling so you can show up as your best self and then also so you can understand states that you might be putting your team or your customers or your children in number three catch people doing things right in not even just in parenting and in leadership but in general just catch people doing things right. Talk more about what's going well and less about what what's being done wrong. Less focus on correction. I know correcting is important, but still just catch people doing things right. Number four, things are constantly changing. You're going to need to change. Stop looking at things like they're a goalpost and we're going to get there. And we're going to arrive. It's a destination and it's all going to be good. It's not. So enjoy, release that need to control things and just enjoy the journey. And number five, there is no manual. Stop searching for the easy way out. Enjoy learning and look at the big picture strategies on parenting, on running a business, and then adapt those to our current time instead of trying to get somebody to give you that easy way, like just do this and you'll have it. If it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. All right. That's it for today. Five things on parenting and business. I'm just so grateful that you joined us. Please go ahead and share this episode with another small business owner. Tag us on social media. Tell us what you love. We are so obsessed with raising the bar for small businesses, seeing more succeed. And we can only do that by getting in front of them. We rely on you to share the word. So please go ahead and share with your friends. Thank you as always and have the best day.